What comes to mind when you hear the word love? Do you think about your spouse, your children, your parents, grandparents, friends? These are all great answers, but today I want to talk about a love that is like no other, the love of God. Would you give up your life for someone else? Most of us would probably say yes for our kids, our spouse, maybe even a really good friend. But would you give up your life for a random person? Or let's make this even more interesting and say a person whom you don't really like, or someone who has hurt you in the past. I'll take a guess that your answer is most likely a hard no. And that is why God's love is like no other you will ever experience. His love is abundant and overflowing and unconditional, which means that his outpouring of love is more than enough, spilling over, and even though we don't deserve it, he freely gives it. He doesn't love us for what we do or who we are. He loves us because of who he is. We have a hard time loving those that are difficult to love. I'm sure a name or two just popped in your head that fall into that category. But God not only tells us, but he shows us how we are to love. And not just those who are easy to love or who we deem lovable, but everyone. 1 John 3.16 Jesus Christ laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. This doesn't necessarily mean to die per se, but to lay down our time, our abilities, our finances. To sacrifice something that we cherish for someone else who needs it. It's pretty remarkable. I'm not even sure remarkable is a good enough word to describe that Jesus, who is perfect in every way and never sinned, took on the sins of the entire world for you and for me. We certainly didn't deserve this, but that is all part of the power of God's love and his mercy and grace. There are people in our lives that we could say don't deserve our love, but we are called to extend that same mercy and grace to others just as we were given. Love is not just a feeling, it's an action. 1 John 3.18 says, Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. Our human fleshly nature is to be selfish and to only think about ourselves and what we can get out of something or someone or what someone can do for us. But we need to turn it around and start thinking about what we can do for others. There are so many people out there with needs that we can meet. We just need to open our eyes and start looking so we can see those people more clearly. When we take the attention off of ourselves, we can see others in a new perspective. When we help others, it lifts our spirits. It's like a jolt of joy within us. No need for those energy drinks anymore, folks. You just need the joy of the Holy Spirit to wake you up and energize you. If you're feeling depressed or anxious, I challenge you to reach out to someone and tell them you've been thinking about them or do something spontaneous for a stranger. And I guarantee that you are going to feel so much better than you did before. And not only will you make someone else's day better, but yours as well. Next time you're out and you have a moody waitress or cashier, Try telling them they're doing a great job or give them some other compliment. They could be having a bad day or a bad week or even a bad year. We can only see the outer shells of people. We can't see the inner struggles they are dealing with. There are people all around us that are dealing with immeasurable amounts of stress, pain, anxiety, depression. People who are verbally, sexually, and are physically abused on a daily basis. There's probably at least one person in your inner circle, not to mention the countless number of people you've encountered, that suffer from one or more of these types of abuse. It is so easy for us to judge others, but we need to look past their behavior and try to see people the way God sees them. I don't want to get too deep into the judgment topic right now, maybe another day, but just keep these words of Jesus from Matthew 7 verses 1 and 2 in the back of your mind. Do not judge or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Yikes. Moving on to a later subject. Let's look at Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven through 39. You may be familiar with these verses, also known as the golden rule. 
This is when one of the Pharisees asked Jesus, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. We are first and foremost called to love God and not just all willy nilly, but with everything that we are. It doesn't say to love him with part of our heart, soul and mind, but with all of our heart, soul and mind. He wants us to love him above everything else in our lives and then to love others. When the Bible refers to neighbor, it's not just talking about your physical neighbor, but rather everyone you come across. It's your family, your friends, your coworkers, your local store owner, an acquaintance from your neighborhood, a stranger you pass on the street. It's all those who cross your path in life. Love on these people. Pray for them. Lend a helping hand when you can. Be kind and compassionate. Give generously. These are all ways you can show your love to others. And when you love on God's people, you are showing your love for him too. God loves you no matter what. You may think you are unworthy. You may think you've done too many bad things in your life for God to love you. Or you may think you've made too many mistakes that cannot be forgiven. But that couldn't be further from the truth. God loves you despite all the baggage you are carrying. You don't need to worry about cleaning yourself up first. He accepts you just as you are right now in this moment. He will pick up all your broken pieces and make them brand new. Listen to the way Pastor Rick Warren explains the love of Jesus. When Jesus stretched his arms out as wide as the cross, he was saying, I love you this much. I love you so much it hurts. I love you so much I'll die for you so that I won't have to live without you. Isn't that beautiful? I love how this demonstrates the abounding love that is available to us. We just need to accept it. God's love changes us. Once you fully begin to acknowledge this perfect love that God has for you, you start to pour that love out onto others. You can't help it. It just overflows out of you. The more you serve others, the more natural it feels to put others above yourself. It's about no longer seeing your life in the perspective of what you're missing out on or what you don't have, but rather being thankful for all that you do have. You recognize and appreciate all the blessings that are in your life. We are blessed to be a blessing to others, not to store it all up for ourselves. Proverbs 11.25 says, A generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. I don't know about you, but that sounds like a win-win to me. I hope you now have a new outlook on what love is, what it looks like, and what it can do. Until we can be eternally in the comfort of God's kingdom, know that he loves you and wants you to live your best life here on earth by showing his love, a love like no other, to a world that so desperately needs it.
If you're enjoying this podcast, don't keep it all to yourself. Share it with a friend. Don't forget to subscribe.